Hour number two of the G.I. Jake Show right here on Fan Run Radio. Guys, has your team or your business, their apparel just not been up to par lately? Well, what you need to do is you need to check out SM Athletics. Top-notch logo solutions. Competitive pricing. Top-notch quality and, as always, great customer service. Check them out online at smathletics.com or send an email to jake at smathletics.com for more info. It is time for the sit rep. Jack Van Dorslayer. Have fun saying that name. That is a commit that Tennessee picked up over the weekend. A tight end. Good pickup for the Vols. More news coming out of the NFL. This one, uh, is anyone surprised that Rivera got fired by Um, Washington this morning? No. No. Yeah. So they are doing a complete and utter overhaul. They've already requested interviews with the OC from the Lions and somebody from the Bills, I think. Yeah, I mean, this is something, too. I mean, we all know these things are planned out. Like, your front office knows exactly Mm -hmm. what they're going to do, when they're going to do it. Ron Rivera, you're fired. Well, it's not only just that. They, you know, new ownership with uh, Josh Harris. Mm-hmm. He is going to. This was this season was the Commanders. Hey, I'm going to see what you can do, and if I'm going to change things up, I'm going to. This is your audition, your uh, opportunity to prove to me you belong here. And uh, they added uh, Bob Myers, former uh, Warriors general manager to help with their head coaching search think it outside the box there i mean as far as how he's picked coaches i mean i know we don't talk about the nba a lot but when you look at the golden state warriors you could have put me out there with steph curry clay thompson draymond andre Iguodala, andrew wiggins the team that they've assembled you could have put me out there or you or you brett and you would have won some games you probably won a couple of championships now, being able to assemble a roster, being able to assemble a coaching staff, two completely different things. Two completely different things, and I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what they're going to do. I wish they'd change their name back, first of all. Anything would be – I'd be happy with anything. What they would have been better off staying the Washington football team than being the commanders. What if we, what if we put the money together and we just call them the – we, we come up with the name. We, the Washington we, Fan Run? What? Yes. DC Fan Run? Nah, you have to keep nah. it Washington. Yeah, good yeah. point. You got to keep it Washington. And let's head a little bit further north. New England Patriots coach Bill Belichick has still got a contract, boys. He's still got a contract. And he is open to change with personnel role. Hmm. Do you think he might move into the front office instead of being a head coach? Because right now, when you look at it, was it Tom Brady or was it Bill Belichick? And right now, I mean, it still looks like it was Tom Brady the whole time. I don't know how good he is at picking a roster. I don't either. I mean, how many receivers have they tried to get in the past? And I mean, he's a good defensive coach, though. There's no denying that. Right. I mean. But if you got Tom Brady under center or lining up in the shotgun, he's going to get it to the receiver. And there's a reason that you play a receiver in the NFL, and it's not because you're just fast. you got to be able to catch, control the ball. You just put the ball in Tom Brady's hands, he's going to get it to that receiver. That's how that's worked. That's how it always was in New England, and that's really how it was in Tampa Bay. It was Tom Brady the whole time, not necessarily Bill Belichick. 
Belichick's record without Brady is now 84 and 103. Ford about 45% win percentage. And that is not going to win you no. any championships. No. Obviously not winning you many ball games. And let's go ahead and go back to the NBA while we're talking about the sit rep. Draymond Green says that Adam Silver talked him out of retirement. He said that on an episode of The Draymond Green Show, which I didn't know existed until I just read it two seconds ago. Oh, you didn't know about his show? Yeah, he's got a no. podcast, yeah. yeah. He is one of the, like... I think he joined up with Cowherds, now the volume or whatever it's I called, too, so. as well. There's like three or four, like, either mix of former NBA players and current NBA players that have A lot of guys that have podcasts, yeah. Podcasts, yeah. Could you imagine doing some of the stuff that Draymond Green does just to a random person? I mean, I just don't know what goes through his mind. I mean, imagine you're playing rec ball, right? And then you do exactly what he did to Yusuf Nurkic. Just wail on him. You're going to jail. <laughs> you are going to jail. Draymond Green gets away with it because he's Draymond Green. It's just crazy because he's, he's good at what he does. He I is mean, good at what he does. I mean, he's good for that team. I don't think he could play anywhere else in his whole career. He would have been out of the league a long time ago. You're probably right. I mean, let's call that like it is. You're probably right. If he's with any other team and he doesn't get the notoriety that he does because he's with the Golden State Warriors, he's probably out of the league. He's probably playing in the CBA. He was the Warriors' Dennis Rodman. Yes. He he was the guy that he was a pest he's on the court. He's a famer. It's crazy pest off the court sometimes <laughs> he's just a pest but yeah he, he does i mean every nba team needs a guy like that mm -hmm. i mean the pistons had uh rasheed wallace yeah he had rasheed wallace before that you had what's his name the big big dude uh lambert lambert, lambert. yeah you had him every, every championship type of run team they're going to have that one guy who is a pest and starting to feel like that's the way to win championships so yeah i think i think he plays his role really well despite the fact that i don't like what he's done i'm glad he's not retiring just you know because it's it's still good to see him out there i but just clean it up man stop stop smacking people around stop throwing punches yeah that's all we ask yep another news the atlanta falcons have fired head coach arthur smith after three seasons without a playoff appearance or a winning record did you all see what happened in that game yesterday oh yeah yeah let's talk about that let's talk about that so i'm enjoying myself in nashville and all of a sudden my buddy shows me his phone and i see this and i'm like oh no i'm like that's about to escalate and sure enough it did marcus fill us in i'd love to uh, the New Orleans Saints were up 41-17 to with about a minute, minute and a half left in the game. Not a lot of time. And I believe they had a really good return that set them up pretty much on goal line. From my understanding, head coach for the Saints, Dennis Allen, had the choice to uh, kneel it. That's mm -hmm. what he wanted to do. He wanted victory formation. And wild card... Uh, Jameis Winston decided, and he said in the interview, that the, the team decided they were going to give Jamal Williams the ball to score the touchdown, and he had no regrets for it. If I'm not mistaken, that, his, that was his first and only touchdown of the year. It was. 
I do understand that Jamal Williams is a very good back and he's well respected in the NFL and I'm sure he wasn't the guy asking for the ball. I'm sure that was <laughs> truly Jameis Winston. But yeah, they went into a fake victory formation, handed the ball off to Jamal, scores a touchdown, obviously because I don't think Atlanta was prepared for it. And uh, Arthur Smith was not happy about it. No, he was not happy about it. He was not happy about it at all. Now, well, the crazy thing is, like the pick, Tyron Matthew made the pick. Yeah, and he could have easily scored. Yeah, like he slowed down and almost went down at the one because mm-hmm. he wasn't going to score. Right. He's like, we don't need it. Game's over. Don't be an ass. And that's what he. That's I mean, what he was. I do believe. I've in never the, seen a coach do that though. Like it's so no. bad. Like where you could read his lips. I do believe in the the philosophy. If you can't stop us, don't complain. However. When you're in victory formation, that's a little bit, you know, you, that, if that you line up in a cheap. fake, if you run a fake victory formation play. Now, granted, let me preface this by saying it's the defense's job to stop them. Correct. But if you run a fake victory formation, I kind of do have a problem with that. It's like guys really like, come on. If you line well, up, how, yeah, go ahead. If you line up in a running position, like you're going to run the ball, yeah. that's one thing. Like you're running up the score, yeah, but yeah, if you want up in the anyway, formation seven or seven more points. You're down by whatever it was, twenty four. I mean, here's you're the getting thing. fired. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, the thing on. is, it's like if you're going to run your buyout and get out of there. Yeah, take your buyout and leave. Now, if you like you said, Marcus, if you line up in the I formation or you line up in the single back formation, I mean, even an offset I, you're expecting a run. Stop it at that point. Yeah, stop it. Fake victory formation, probably not cool. Yeah, and Jameis and his. Uh, Post game interview, he, he said like this was not Dennis Allen. That you know, I we decided as a team. He kept saying team. It was the offense that was out there. It was not the entire team. But he said we decided as a team that we were going to get Jamal the ball. You know, no disrespect to Dennis Allen, that wasn't his call. That was our choice. But it it just felt like it felt not only just disrespectful to do the fake victory formation. Also, it felt disrespectful to your coach. If your coach is telling you to do one thing and you're going to go rogue. To uh, to do this, it, we talked about quarterbacks going rogue already. Tannehill going rogue—that's one thing, but <laughs> but having having it go in that manner, it felt a bit much. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, Jameis Winston says he has no regrets. I'm sure the team doesn't have regrets. Yeah, but I mean, they play Atlanta two two times a year. Yep. And whoever they hire as their coach, they're going to remember that next. The first they could go. And lose all of their games next year, but if they beat the Saints twice, they're going to feel good about that. I thought Heupel was going to do it in the bowl game. He probably guessed it more. He's he still in the end zone man. with a minute left. I mean, he was he, trying. <laughs> now, at, in that case, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, okay, well, it's your job to stop him. You are highly touted as one of the best defenses in college football, mm-hmm. and Tennessee goes and puts up more points on you than anybody did all year. Yeah. I mean, we won the game 35 to nothing, but. It, wasn't that exciting of a game speaking of unexciting games the final score of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Carolina Panthers yesterday nine to nothing I hope you took the under because if you took the over in that game I feel very very bad for you could this have been a worse game to watch I don't know did you see Philly yeah yeah yeah, we had a couple bad games in the final week of uh, the NFL. I, 
Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the guys the, trying to get incentives. I mean, that's what this is about. Guys yeah. fighting for playoff spots. Now those are interesting. But like then the guy get, from the Chiefs, he yeah. was so excited to get that sack. Chris Jones. Yes. Oh yeah. I mean, what was, it, was it a million? It was I, got a million dollars to sack the quarterback. Hey, Baker got a million for just getting them in the postseason. So yeah, he was out there. He was hurting. This is. I will say this is going to be an exciting playoffs. Uh, more on the AFC side, I think, than the NFC because I think so many of the NFC teams are not great. Right. Especially seeing that in Week 18, it really just kind of felt very just underwhelming. Some of these games. Yeah. Um, I like games when you're fighting for a reason. You know, the Miami Bills game, they were fighting for the division win. Who was going to not have to play Kansas City? Uh, you had a few teams fighting for their lives. The Steelers, really the the Jaguars. So there were some good games, but yeah, that Bucks game was just sad. That's the only word yeah. I can think of. I mean, there have been very bad football games to watch. And one of them I'm going to bring up is a game in which Tennessee lost that 2014 Florida game when we were up nine to nothing going into the fourth quarter. But you felt like we still were not going to win the ball game. That one was probably the worst I've ever attended. One of the worst that I've watched was the uh, six to three Alabama LSU game that was dubbed National the Championship, ga- right? No, it was uh, the one that was earlier in the season that was dubbed the that game of the century. Same year, though, right? Yes. And they play again the National Championship. Yes, and that it was, was dubbed a low scoring game too, right? Twenty one to nothing was the score of the National Championship yeah, game. Okay, but I mean that game was dubbed the game of the century. Probably had, I mean, if you were to imagine, probably the highest viewership of any game, game that year. Yeah. And it's like. If that's the game of the century, then I want my 100 years back. But in a case like this, it's like you want to finish out the season strong. You want to go out on a high note, and final score is 9 to nothing. I mean, are the Panthers even trying at this point? It's hard to say. I mean. Why would they try? Well, I know they scored a touchdown. They got called back. That would have made it 9-7. It would be one thing if they were tanking for the fact that they'd have the first overall pick and they could get. They gave it away. A Marvin Harrison Jr. or a great offensive lineman to help Bryce Young out. But, yeah, they they literally are playing for nothing. I gave it away. (laughs) I want their man. I gave it away. They got to play for pride, and they just, I, I don't know. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens with them because, boy, you talk about a collapse since they were in the Super Bowl with Cam Newton against Peyton Manning. It has truly been a collapse. They've never recovered. Of a franchise since. So I'm curious. I'm curious to see what happens this offseason, who they the hire. The thing is, it, they're, I mean, if they can find a piece or two, the division's terrible. Overall, yeah. oh yeah, so it's probably the worst division in. I mean, the ti- the, the Titans division is not. I mean, it's good, but the winning what was it nine and eight won the division. Yeah, yeah, right? it's, getting, ten and seven? it's getting better though. It, it, it we, is. We've I mean, seen six quarter- and ten teams go to the playoffs before. I mean, I Tom mean, Brady went last year, and I think they had a five, under five hundred record. I mean, that's just eight nine or something. That's the way the cookie crumbles in that division. Let's get a call from Dr. Vall up here next on the GI Jake Show. Dr. Vall, what's up, man? What's going on, guys? Uh, you know, I'm really enjoying this, Jake. I will miss the uh, inebriated calls you used to get on your former show. I, I used to enjoy getting home and drinking about two or seven beers and listening to those calls. <laughs> or you accidentally drink a 12-pack. I mean, you know my clientele. There's no telling what's going to happen with my clientele. I could get a could call at about 10 a.m. too. It very well could. It very well could. Well, and I'd still welcome it. That's what that's what I'm looking forward to, Brad, is still getting those calls. Because I do think you'll have one or two. And honestly, those would be more fun than – the uh it's 6 p.m calls honestly yeah yeah they've got time to settle down they got a 
they got a few minutes to pound a sack full of crystals or, you know, go to Arby's and get that uh, that uh, two for seven now they got. It used to be two for six. They bumped me up a dollar. Uh, I tell you what, I went to Arby's the other day and got the good burger because it brought back old memories from Nickelodeon movie, and it uh, that hits. If, if y'all ever go to Arby's, get the good burger. I know what I'm getting for lunch. I was gonna say, Dr. How much did you love you know, the whole? How much did you love the bowl game? Oh, I, I, and yeah, I had more fun, Brett, in that one game than I had all year, <laughs> minus the Alabama first half. I'm being, I'm being dead serious. Yeah, I believe sure it was you are, Yeah, yeah. I, I, I had season tickets, man. It just got to where you kind of dreaded watching, you know, JG football. Wow. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it, it was awesome, man. Every throw he made, I've never seen somebody hand off the ball like that. I've never <laughs> seen somebody snap their helmet like that. And, honestly, it just gives hope for the future. Now, he's probably going to get his head knocked off with Dane Davis as a tackle. So, you know, that kind of really uh, tempers my expectations for next season. I mean, that was what was so interesting to me about that game is the fact that we lined up under center not just once but multiple times. And I was kind of amazed. I was like, what is this? Is this the I formation? Is this a pro set? What are we doing here? I've never seen this before. And I get it. He's a nice guy, okay? Yes. I don't care how nice guy is. I want him to win football games. Mm-hmm. But if you watch that and, and you couldn't change your opinion on how Milton limited the offense this year, I've got nothing for you. I mean, he's, he's got a point, guys. He has a point there. DR, you were not too far away from the uh, the court on Saturday night. I saw the shirts you guys were rocking. I mean, I mean, somebody very, very generous. Some, uh, some guy that just has a really big heart must have given those to him. Yeah, he's a good, he's a good guy. He uh, he takes a lot of inebriated calls. He gets a little wild on post game shows. But uh, Jake Miller, he's he's decent in my books. Marcus, you know, I'm glad you brought that up, man. I've never set that close. I hadn't been to a men's game in God five years. But uh, it's amazing how physical we play. I mean, you could hear them thudding, hitting. And I'm going to tell you what, a walker, as big as he looks on TV, that dude's a monster. If he came at me, if I was in my vehicle and he tried to fight me running me just himself, I would pit it in reverse, Terry. He's a monster, guys. I mean, I've only sat that close one time, and it was because I bought uh, tickets when you could still get the physical copy and you could scalp them. There was a guy that was standing on the corner there next to Thompson Bowling, and we got two rows behind the bench, the home bench. It was Tennessee, Oakland, and Bruce's last year. And he's like, all right, man, tell you what, give me 20. Because he, he was trying to get 50 out of us. I'm like, nah, nah. And I'm at like a junior in high school at this point, maybe even a sophomore. I think I was a sophomore, actually. And I was like, I'll do 20. So we walk away. He's like, tell you what, I'll do 20. So we take the tickets, and I watched Tony Jones give the biggest just ripping – to John Fields I'd ever seen in my life to the point where John Fields is about to sit over there and start crying. He just puts the towel over his head. Tony Jones just angrily stomps back to his seat, and then I proceeded to watch us lose the first game we'd lost that year. Nice. You know, and Jake, when you go to games like that, it's fun to see stuff you don't see on TV. Like, yes. I wish Hopper would go and sit with Rick Barnes to see how it worked the officials. He yelled at the officials once. You could hear it throughout the whole gymnasium. And he's such a good guy. We stayed for after the game, mm-hmm. and uh, man, he signed every single autograph for all those kids and thanked everybody for staying. And it, it's it was really cool to see stuff like that you don't see on TV. It does, and you know, at one point last year, I was one foot on, one foot off the bus, and I almost jumped off after the FAU game. But 
since the start of the year and getting to know this team a little bit more and watching you know how good of a roster he's actually assembled I went from having one foot on one foot off the bus to the point where I was both feet back on and I was almost to the point where I'm sitting down and then I find out he's a NASCAR fan and I put my seatbelt on I'm ready to rock and roll wherever this train goes well, you know, me and Jordan's talked about it. Barnes just seems different this year. I, mm-hmm. This year, I am truly going to enjoy the regular season, and I really believe he has something special this year. I do, too. I mean, you look at this roster. It is – it's a Final Four good roster. I mean, he has assembled a roster that is deep. It is talented. This might be the best roster he has assembled. Now, do I think this is the best team ever? I, I'm not ready to go there yet. I'm not ready to go there. You make those claims after the season, right? You make those claims after the season, not when you're only averaging 60 points a game like some other people like to do. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Brett. Every time we say that's the best team he's ever had, we get knocked out. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to make that judgment. But, guys, I, I'm excited about this show. I, I'm a big fan, and I'm being serious. I'm a big fan of Marcus. He's not, he's not a big fan of me. Probably not my number one fan, but I am a big fan of his. <laughs> This, this I, voting I've, I've thing will follow for. me to my grave. Yeah, yeah, it, it will. And, Jake, honestly, I was worried about you getting two co-hosts that were both fired from their previous shows. But uh, <laughs> they got a good flow. I'm excited about it. And speaking of people that's been fired from their shows, could you get Hickman on after games we lose in basketball? I would like his takes. You have a good day, guys. <laughs> Appreciate the phone call, DR. I mean, what can I say, you know? Is it like I'm Nick Saban? I just take the uh, – fired football coaches of america and just bring them in and i don't know we were fired i think <laughs> you know i think we were uh we were relocated to new families you know like that we were you we, got traded yeah yeah we got traded we'll go sports yeah. terms not foster children <laughs> oh, fair <God>. point <laughs> stay with us the gi jake show marches on right here on fan run radio ever been the co- G.I. Jake Show marches on right here on Fan Run Radio 1126 on a Monday morning. It is time to mark the tape with Marcus Young presented by SM Athletics as soon as he is done answering the phones. Guys, if you have any of that old furniture that is wore down, the fabric's wearing off of it, it's kind of getting, eh, just kind of gross, but you don't want to get rid of it because it has some sentimental value to it, you need to go see our friends at Sun Upholstery and Fabric over on Oak Ridge Highway. Give them a call today and let Stan know you heard about it right here on Fan Run Radio. Marcus, it's time, it's time to mark the tape. Got a few uh, hot takes for you, Jake. All right, what we got? We're going to start with NFL. Okay. This one's a bit a bit more tame, I feel like, but uh, it would not shock me whether Mike Vrabel is still the head coach or not. Okay. If we see Arthur Smith back in Tennessee. Really? After being let go by the Falcons, as we all know, he spent quite a bit of time with the Tennessee Titans. His first year was your defensive quality control coach back in 2011. He has been through quite a bit of coaching changes, got a great year out of him as the offensive coordinator before leaving for Atlanta. It would not shock me if a Nick Saban-esque, if you will, a coach coming back to try to get their career back on track. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'll let go of Tim Kelly because I believe Tim Kelly is Vrabel's guy. But Vrabel is loyal. It would not shock me if he reached out to Arthur and said, hey, 
if you want a maybe a position coach if they decide to change something maybe make him the quarterbacks coach mm-hmm. maybe make him an offensive uh like not analyst but maybe like uh a special offensive coach kind of like what we did with uh jim schwartz yes on defense it would not shock me to see arthur smith back in nashville trying to help out this offense he's he did fairly well getting uh, uh, Marcus Mariota and Tannehill going. Yeah. Despite how I feel about Levis, it would not shock me if they want to do that. How about that? How about that? Next up for you is a little bit of a hotter take. Okay. I think we've seen the official begin of the downfall of the Chiefs. You think so? I know. I hope so. I know they didn't start the regular guys. I know they didn't start their regular guys for this last game, so I'm not taking this last week into into effect. But Taylor Swift has shown me something. What has she shown you? She's shown me that Travis Kelsey can get distracted easily. The limelight can get too bright for that man. Despite having a podcast, multiple TV commercials, sometimes... Mr. Pfizer himself. Sometimes it can bright. The, the light can be too bright. And I think this is – I think we're going to see the Chiefs do what the Bills were doing these last few years, looking good, getting the playoffs, and not getting it done. I think this is the beginning. I would have believed the Chiefs would lose in the first round if they had played the Bills because they're playing Miami, who's not as good on the road as they are at home. I think they'll get through the first round, but I do not expect to see the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, and I think we're going to start seeing that turn happen. Mahomes doesn't have receivers who can be on sides. Mahomes doesn't have a tight end who can stay focused and not listen to the, the pop music of today's world. And his his defense, despite being pretty good, mm-hmm. still not getting it done when it needs to be done. He lost to to the Raiders. And don't get me wrong, I like Antonio Pierce. I think he should be the head coach. But I think this is the beginning of the end. I, had, I, mean, I, I, had, I don't hate that at all. I mean, like, I'd, I, I'd love to see it. Mahomes is still like 30 years old. I know. He. I, I don't like Mahomes. I, and it's he, mainly because of his brother <laughs> and his wife. They're the most annoying people on the face of this earth. They hardly even show them anymore now that Swift's come around. They're, they're still annoying. I haven't seen Jackson Mahomes in forever. Yeah, because he got in trouble because he posted a TikTok. Or, I mean, we well, said Kelsey had a bad season, didn't he? Just set an NFL uh, record for most 1,000 yards consecutive seasons for a tight end? Nope, that was Greg Olson. Greg Olson even commented on that. Cause Wait, because he didn't play yesterday, right? He, he could have He could have ah. got 1,000 yesterday. Mm. I mean, they're, mm. they're, they're just a receiver away. That might be it. People, they... Might get a receiver in here and for cheap to play with Mahomes. Mm-mm-mm. Goodness, I don't know. It's hard to bet against Mahomes. And I've got a, uh, I got one more for you. Chandler has chimed in with oh. a comment that we cannot, uh, we cannot repeat on air. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you, Chandler. I can't wait to hear about that. Appreciate it, buddy. <laughs> What's the next one? I've got a Tennessee hot take for you. With football coming up this season. Let's hear it. It's a positive one still, but it's a hot take. Okay. Your Tennessee Volunteers are going to have a Heisman winner. Are you saying this because Nico is fifth right now in the betting odds? He is high in the betting odds, and I am taking that money right now because I believe that – You've already placed the bet. 
Uh, not yet, but I'm actually going to do it right now. Here we go. Because I believe in Nico. Marcus Young is going to be the reason that Tennessee goes eight and four. Uh, that's no, no, no. Fine, I'll wait. To, I've, because here's the problem: if I don't put this bet down and he does win it, I'm going to be very mad. But then I also know that if I do put the, maybe I won't put the bet down. All right, fine. I won't put the bet down. Yeah. I'll have someone do it for me, so it doesn't count. But yeah, I I think Nico. I know it was a bowl game. I know we talked about it. He did not have the full output of the offensive game plan. Right. But if you give him the time, because he is a magician when it comes to uh, evading some he of that pressure. He is very majestic. And he's also majestic. Yes. You have Brew McCoy coming back. You have Squirrel White, who I, I do like, Philly. Yeah, and I was surprised you that. bring in that yeah. transfer out of Tulane – uh, you still have Deontay or Deontay Thornton. You've got really good weapons. You got the young tight end who came in with the class with Nico, who I think is going to be Notre a Dame stud. Davis. and the Notre Dame guy. Um, you have a plethora, if you will, of offensive talent. Can you say plethora again? Plethora. I did a little R roll. That on was that. beautiful. That was beautiful. There is a lot of offensive talent on this team. The biggest question is going to be, you have a majority of your offensive line coming back. What's happening at left and right tackle in particular? Uh, you probably have Waffle House at your left again. So there is Waffle no House. reason that Nico can't be your first ever Heisman winner in that beautiful orange and white. Well, since we are marking the tape with Marcus Young, um, I'll go ahead and mark this on the tape, Brett. Marcus will be public enemy number one because he might have just jinxed the entire football no. season by that hot take. No. Yes. What Hickman did, he put $2 down on Milton. So you're saying as long as I don't, as long as I don't put money down, we're good. All right, fine, I won't put money down. No, you can put money down. Yeah. Uh, it's just amazing that Hickman – is that why he was so hostile know. towards Joe Milton is because he placed a $2 bet. <laughs> he lost money on and it. And he yeah. lost money. He lost $2. <laughs> Yeah. He lost $2. Starting to add up now. He lost a fountain drink at McDonald's, essentially, is what he lost. Were you guys excited, though, after Joe had the pretty good bowl game last year? I think like, we all were. What were your expectations? Well, the expectation like for- was 10-2 and two because he played very well. Right. Now, granted, he won the Orange Bowl MVP. That should have went to Aaron Beasley last year during Well, see, game. and I thought the MVP could have gone to Pierce this past week. It very well could have. Because I look the at the backfield. offense, we, how many touchdowns did we actually score with uh, Nico? Because we had the sack fumble. Yeah. Which got the ball to one, and then we had a pick six. Yeah, we were still three of thirteen on third down. Yeah, you know, That's so there were still, you know, moments. I mean, but it was his first start. I yes. mean, he did get sacked seven times. He ran into pressure too. Mm-hmm. You know, said so get rid of the ball, things like that. So, you know, I I was prisoner of the moment. Like I yelled about it on this radio station. You know, mm-hmm. when Milton went off, I was like eleven and one, twelve and zero. Yeah, but I was also basing off that on what left other teams. You know, Bryce Young was gone. You know, Levis was gone. All these quarterbacks are gone. They're like, yeah. we have a good returning quarterback, I thought. Well, and it's because when you look at the schedule that we had this past year, you look at it. I didn't think Missouri was going to be what they were. No. We just blasted them by 40. No, and looking at what Florida did, you should have just blasted Florida them down the Florida lost number swamp. four pick in the draft, Richardson. Yes. They, they were not good. Florida was not good, and we got absolutely stomped. You should have beat Alabama with the start that you had in the first half. Georgia, there's just nothing you can do about that. Yeah. When you're that good, there's just nothing you can do about it. And unfortunately, we were on the receiving end of it. But, Marcus, your hot take, you are placing the bet 
on Nico Iamaliava <laughs> to win the Heisman Trophy. I don't know if I want to put actual money down because I don't want to become out of Nope, Hickman. you've already said it. You're doing no, it. Fine, I'll put money down on it. Do it right now. I mean, right. you, what do you Place see? A bet. What do you see him like stats wise though? Like, if you had to put an early prediction on, like, do you see him running for a thousand yards? I run it for a thousand, throw for four I mean, thousand. If you're gonna tell me he's gonna get the ball, carry it fifteen times. I mean, he only did it for twenty-seven yards. Yeah, right, we're logging into FanDuel. Here we go. But I mean, I don't know. Here it goes. Here it goes. <laughs> I just the season. <laughs> no, there goes the season. And I, you know, I thought as I was getting away for, you know, I was I was gonna have what is his odds? Plus eighteen. It's plus some, two thousand. Eighteen hundred. Let's get a call from Jamie in here next. What do you say, Jamie? Government issue, Jake. <laughs> yes, bro. I can't be happier that you know. After all the chairs were moved, you found a place and landed. Man, you you've built up a caller base from scratch, and uh, I'm proud that you've uh, you've got your uh, sweet little time spot here. I appreciate that, Jamie. That means a lot. Uh, howdy, Marcus. Brett, how you doing, brother? Good, Jamie. How are you doing, buddy? Doing good, man. Uh, Jamie, Jamie, Jamie. I, I didn't get a chance to um, to uh, listen to the first hour. I was at the doctor's orifice. Uh, has the cattle call made its way in yet? It has not made its way. <laughs> oh my goodness! Lo- love that guy's takes, man. Love his takes. Um, it was nice of Rick Barnes to finally find uh, Fan Run after ten years, I guess. Uh, oh, and then find out he's a NASCAR fan. That made my day. <laughs> Um, I wonder if that. I guess. I guess new management can uh, can pull in Rick Barnes. There's the, you know the sky's the limit. Hey, so uh, <laughs> it's only going to get better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, congratulations to the morning show for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that that host with uh, John. I, I missed. His, I I can't remember his name. Who's in there with him? That is Bob Baskerville. Uh, Bob co- Baskerville. He's the co-founder of uh, Rocky Top Insider. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, he was in. He was entertaining. I've not ever heard him before. Uh, he seemed. He seemed like he fits right in with Fan Run. So uh, that, I'm looking forward to listening to those shows. Uh, yeah, guys. Uh, I don't really have a lot. I just wanted to say hey and get in here and you know congratulate you, Jake. Man, I I remember when you was just um, producing the drive, uh, or I'm sorry, the view, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> You know, that's uh, working your way up, man. I, that's that's the American way, man. And uh, congratulations. I I I haven't talked to Marcus in forever because you know they don't take calls on the on his old show. And I know I called and said, "Hey, Marcus," and he he quickly just shuffled me off to the hold button. But well, uh, hey, Jamie, I'm well, sorry. We I don't had some, take calls. On I had this some show. hot takes I had to throw in there. You know, I, I know, bro. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but since, but since you're here, we might as well get to the meat of it all. How about themselves? <laughs> I know, man. Oh gosh, it's uh, Jake steps off one bus, and uh, and it looks like we may be on our way to doing something. Um, you know, Jake. What's funny is, uh, and and Marcus, you still watching my guess on the reg? Um, I tell you what, man, Porzingis is the best player on our team. Man, he may not be the most talented. That would definitely be Tatum. No, oh, he's the most Porzingis, effective for sure. You got that right. That guy knows where to be, and how, you know he's he's helping out by setting screens. He's helping out on defense by clogging the middle and changing shots. Uh, that guy might be the 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 it factor that, that gets us over the top because 
you know, we've tried to throw talent at the Eastern Conference the last seven years with JB and, and Tatum, and uh, you've got to be a better. You got to be. There's more to playing basketball than than scoring, you know. And uh, you got to be able to go left. You got to be able to go left. You got to be able to help out on defense. You know, every time you know JB is a great on-ball defender, but you know he gets he you know he does not help out when the guy gets past his defender and starts driving. JB is no help at all. He he's lost on defense and uh you know, anyway, uh you got me started down the road, Marcus, but uh, I'm happy. <laughs> I, I I'm happy. Look, we we look good and I Drew Holiday silently doing what he does. Oh, I know. I love it. And and who knew Derek White was a freaking all-star, man? What is that? He is Hey, he cut the hair and I was gonna say looks like a normal human and now we all we're all good. <laughs> I know. He he did the opposite of Ooh. Samson. He shaves his head and all of a sudden he's uh Do you guys got- have enough bigs though to battle the Embiid's and the Brooke Lopez and Giannis? Well, and- here's what I'll say, and I'm curious your thoughts on this, Jamie. because I, I said this yeah. to a friend of mine. Porzingis uh, is tall, he's not big, you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, and I said this to a friend of mine, because uh, we were talking about the the potential of what the playoffs could look like and it doesn't matter how good Embiid looks during the regular season. For whatever reason, mm-hmm. the Boston Celtics have always had the 76ers number in the playoffs. Uh, so yeah. it, it the biggest question that's going to come out of the postseason is in kind of what you're talking about, do we have enough bigs? It's, to me, it's can the bigs that we do have in old man Al Horford and the unicorn, you know, <laughs> Not being that big dude, being a tall guy, but not being big, can they make it through the postseason as healthy as possible to make a potential matchup with what the Denver Nuggets could bring in Jokic? So yeah. that's going to no, be the biggest be question. Yeah, good question, Marcus. Uh, so far, you know the the early returns are no uh, with Porzingis, but I mean, get him some rest. You know, come come May. You know, let's let's get the let's put some distance between us and the second seed, and then let that guy play some you know Horford top. Don't let someone put his eye out either. Yeah, and he causes <laughs> yeah. problems the other way too. I mean, it's not like he can't play offense. You know, he can step out, and those guys don't step out on a guard out there. So right, no, they don't. No, they don't. And I think uh, Brad may make a move here before long and, and bring yeah. in somebody to uh, to, to battle yeah. them. But uh, I appreciate y'all uh, letting us throw a little Celtics talk out there, guys. Um, um, I don't know. I'm sure you guys have heard uh, the 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 potential wager for the butt tattoos uh, between <laughs> yeah me and the sheep on yeah. I need uh, an the update view. on that. How, how's that going? Uh, here's my pro- here's my only issue. You know, a I'm 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 not marked, so I'm pure blood, and uh, <laughs> I wouldn't ever get a tattoo. But I'm never I'm never against you know putting my money where my mouth is. But my issue is this is this team does look Final Four worthy. They do. You know it. They do. I mean, I'm not. I, I like to be a. I like to be known as a facts guy. And if I'm going to be known as a facts guy, this team looks really good. Yeah. They look. You know, they look well coached. And uh, you know that that doesn't change the fact that up until now Barnes has not succeeded in the tournament. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean he won't this go around. And um, I love it. I'm here for every minute of it. Yeah. It, it ain't gonna hurt my feelings if we make the final four. And you know. Wearing the big orange, that will not hurt Jamie's feelings at all. It may not hurt your feelings. Um, it may hurt your butt, though. 
Yeah, but uh, I don't I, I don't think that's the the route we're going to go. I you know I've got long luscious hair that uh, I've let go for a little bit and it's it's pulled back. So I might just uh, offer a shave, but um, I don't think we'll be tattooing. But I, here's I don't know, guys. Does it? It does seem like the more I talk, the more I feel like I am turtling. But I don't I don't like to make bets that I think have a very good chance of of losing. And I think that there's a very good chance that this might be the squad. That gets into the final four. We, you know, we just look. We've got the we've got the Barnes defense. That's that that comes with Barnes's you know coaching, and we've got scores. Mm-hmm. Jamie, let me you tell know? you about tattoos for a second. So yeah, the only one that I've ever got, I don't regret, but I do. It's yeah. on my back left shoulder. Right. I did not know how my body would take to a tattoo. I never got a tattoo. I thought it was going to be okay just uh you know to stroll about 2 miles onto MTSU's campus. I come out of what was a blackout from passing out and I'm just laying in the grass. It hurt. It hurt bad. Very I've bad. Spent the night, I've spent the night in the old ditch ends before. It back when I was younger. That's uh I was cheap, sober. But... That's the problem. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, I've I've got all the tattoos that I've ever wanted, which is none. I've never seen one that I just can't live without. Not saying I wouldn't do it, but um, you know, I I just um, the, the further this season goes down the road, man, the more this looks like a squad that can actually get it done. And I'm just not in the habit of making bets. I know have a very good chance of losing. So I that's where I'm at on that. But I I, I love I love uh, I love going back and forth with people. So it's fun. Um, <laughs> But anyway, guys, like I said, I, I'm, I couldn't be happy for you, Jake, Marcus, and Brett. Y'all, y'all holding up the uh, y'all y'all doing your part, man. And uh, we'll get some, we'll get some Steelers talk going now that we're in the playoffs. I, I, I can't we believe backdoor, Brett. We backdoored our way in <laughs> yeah, this thing. How it happened? I don't know, but we've got a week to get it done. Mark, uh, I'll get out of the way. I'm sure you got more people trying to get in. Gi, we'll talk to you later, brother. Thank you so much, Jamie. Appreciate the phone call. Stay with us. Final segment of the program known as Brett's Best Bets coming up right here on Fan Run Radio. Roger, you... Final segment of the program. It is time for Brett's Best Bets presented by SM Athletics. Brett, what you got for me? We talked about it earlier, the spread. I think you said was four and a half. It's jumped up to five now. Five and a half. Yes. I do think, me personally, I think Washington wins. Yep. And I think they cover the four or five. That's a that's a take. Yes, I do think that's they do. Um, just some uh, player, I guess, I uh, know we've talked about a doozy. Is that the kid from Washington, another receiver, top receiver? Uh, they have another guy named Polk, last name Polk. Uh, his over right now is for 51-and-a-half. He's gone over in almost every game, 52, I believe. So I like him to cover the over there. Uh, J.J. McCarthy is over 196-and-a-half yards passing. Um, I do like the over in that. Um, I think, you know, there could be some shots downfield for them. You know, Michigan does like to run the ball. Um also, the running back for uh, Washington, uh, there's an anytime touchdown. 
I do like that as well. Um, odds, I think, were plus, I think I saw 120 uh, for that. But just those couple I saw, I don't know if you yeah. have anything you want to add or any thoughts on the game. So I think that Michigan's going to win. It's not because I placed the bet back in June or July, whenever I placed it. But um, I'm feeling really confident about a Michigan win. Now, the over-under set at 55.5. I kind of like you we you know we talked a little bit out in the lobby before the show saying that it really has that Alabama Michigan feel to it where you hit mm-hmm. 57 and it took overtime to get there now I don't think this game's going to go to overtime no. but I do think it's going to go under yeah these games are just different I mean it's national championship yeah because two teams that have never been there you know yeah, or everyone like, well, starts out slow in these games right yeah and it, I mean it's just yeah you got one team that's very explosive but you got one team that's very defensive oriented it's going to be ball control things like that with Blake Corum so it'll be interesting to see what happens I mean it's tail of two teams really so uh I don't know I just have a good feeling about Washington tonight for some reason I just think they're the team of and I just can't stand Michigan personally I <laughs> uh, understand that completely now what I do have for you I don't have any spreads to give out tonight but we do have the Boston Celtics traveling to the Indiana Pacers tonight okay Marcus, you might not like this. Uh, go for it. I'm all player props with NBA. I don't really touch spreads, over unders, money lines, or anything with the NBA. That's fair. I, I've been I do a lot of that with the NFL, which is why most of my long uh, the parlay puss, as we used to call me, because of the octopus eight plus legs I typically have. I do player bets too, so I get it. Which all of your parlays are twelve <laughs> legs or more, uh, eight or more. I'll have you know, and I get That's close. A lot. <laughs> I get I've hit close. one of those in my life. I've hit that's one. The thing. When but they you, were all at like minus 300, 400 odds Brent, when I took the them. that's thing. Just think about it for a moment. When when you have eight things that you've lined up and you look at you know Tyreek Hill and you think, oh, he's going to score two touchdowns in the game against the Bills. They want to win their division, and then he doesn't. But uh, it, it feels good for a moment when you think, one touchdown in the first half, one in the other, I've got this. And then <clears> – <throat> It's a lot of roller coaster feelings. That's what I'll say. Wasn't yeah. there a video of the guy that had like bet on like fifteen guys or something in the pros, and they all scored a touchdown? I don't know. I don't know the legitimacy of that. Did you see what I'm talking about? I, though? I saw what you're talking about, but after every leg in a parlay, like in the description, it shows a comma after each pick. Yeah. Oh. The last one, as you saw, Marcus was missing a comma. Mm. I am a avid multi bet person, so I. I know. What's your Celtics one you were talking about? We're going to go a five-leg same-game parlay. We're going to take Jason Tatum under 30.5 points. Then we're going to go on the flip side, Tyrese Halliburton over 23.5 points. That guy's a walking bucket. Before this year, he was the best player you'd never heard of. Mm -hmm. He's a fantastic player. Love watching that guy play. Ugly jumper. Ugly jumper, but (laughs) God knows how to get buckets. Yeah, I don't even know. He knows how to get buckets. He does, yeah. But – I wonder if the Kings are getting that one. <laughs> they very well. Of course, they got Sabonis, so I don't know. They got Sabonis out of the deal. Yeah, he's yeah, a good player. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. So. Jason Tatum, under 9.5 rebounds. Tyrese Halliburton, over 4.5. Tyrese Halliburton, under 11.5 assists. That is a five-leg parlay. Should like get that you one. about plus 1,700 odds. I do like it. Uh, there is the question of uh, Porzingis, obviously, with his eye, whether he's going to play. He only played six minutes, I believe, in their last game against oh boy i can't remember who it was now 
They played uh, – actually, it was Indiana. I thought, I thought we already played them. So, yeah, he, he didn't play a full game. The only one I would question on that five is if Porzingis doesn't play again, could Tatum hit over on 30? He's averaging 30, right? Yeah, roughly. So that is that is an interesting bet, though. It would be interesting to see. 27 and a half he's averaging. So – because I know Tatum in the game on Saturday did have 38. So we'll see. This could be interesting. If Porzingis plays, it could take away some of uh, Tatum's scoring opportunities, which could bode well for you, my friend. 28 so just we'll sounds like a lot. But, I mean, these it guys, does. the way they can score in the NBA, I mean, it's effortless it for is. some of these guys. I'm it, here for it. It's very much effortless. But, you know, that's going to be a very, very interesting game tonight if, if the national championship game gets out of hand which I have a slight feeling that it might. I'm hoping for a shootout. I think Michigan wins by two scores, man. Did you have Michigan beating Bama? Yes. Did you? Okay. Yes. Now, I think that Michigan should win by two scores. I don't know if they will, but I just want a good championship game. I just want a good one. That's all I want. It doesn't have to be hard-nosed defense. doesn't have to be high-flying offense. doesn't have to be 55-52 to 52 to end the game. I just want a good game. Mm-hmm. That's all that I want out of that. That is going to do it for the pilot episode of the GI Jake Show. Thank you, Marcus. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Brett. Thank you, Jake. Uh, we got the Colin Coward Show <laughs> coming up next. I'm just saying something else because I don't really know what comes on after eight, but yeah, <laughs> we do know the Colin Coward Show. Yeah, now we know it's coming up next right here on Fan Run Radio. <laughs>